Even if you're not a fan of sales or selling, they are embedded into many aspects of our lives. When you're looking for a job, you're selling yourself to a potential employer. When you're seeking out a relationship, be that a new friend or a potential life partner, you're selling your potential value to them. And in this case, value doesn't exactly pertain to money, although we're certainly not here to judge. But value in relationships typically pertains to the winning aspects of your personality. In my case, it's my endless supply of terrible, terrible jokes. If you've ever listened or watched an ad that played before a video you were going to watch, this is a form of sales as well. Not the commercial itself, but you're selling your time of watching the ad in exchange for free valuable content in the video. The ad is the intermediary that allows this process to happen. Without the ad, there's probably no free content. And you can see how when this process is interrupted, the exchange needs to modify. Ad blockers were one of the reasons that forced content creators to get more creative in how they get paid for their work. Some may put up paywalls, while others resort to crowdfunding sites like Patreon. Sales is really just an exchange of something between two parties. When you watch free content, the creator needs you to watch the ad in order to get compensated for their work. And these days, the ads are fairly targeted in their algorithms. So chances are the ad is something you may in fact be interested in. Something to keep in mind whenever you decide not to watch that ad, or help in sharing and promoting a friendly, humble, sustainability podcast. Quick, Carlos, run the intro before they catch on to our ruse. Welcome to Viable Underdogs, where we try and teach you some cool stuff and hopefully encourage everyone to become a bit more sustainable. My name is John, the Maverick Carlos is with me as well. This is episode number 16. Today we're talking about the challenges of selling sustainability. The reason we brought up sales is that we're trying to sell you something. We're trying to sell you on the idea that sustainability is important, vital to our very existence, really. But this isn't easily accomplished. First, we really need to drive the point home that nothing is really being done, despite what the general public probably thinks in regards to sustainability. Hence episode number 14, where we outline this very problem. Then we have to overcome the emotions being associated with people being told the end may indeed be coming, as per the scientific community's statements. We need to find a way to motivate towards emotions like hope that change can happen, rather than the despair that the scientific predictions will come to pass. Hence the last episode on motivation. But even with all that, let's be real here for a moment. While most of us probably do care about sustainability, and think that it may be an important topic, and we want change to happen, we want it to not be too disruptive. How much wealth and prosperity are we really willing to give up for the sake of this change? In most developed countries, if a government announced massive and realistic reforms in order to combat climate change, it would likely be political suicide. The political process is a slow one. Back in episode number 6, we explored how long it took for action to be taken to stop adding lead, a rather poisonous substance, to many products including fuel and cosmetics. Decades passed from the time it was first confirmed that lead was the cause of these problems, to when it was outright banned in many countries. How many additional, and completely avoidable victims, had to suffer due to the molasses slow rate of the political process? Yes, change is happening, 
but nowhere near a rate that will make any impactful change anywhere in the near future. There are already people suffering from this, and we will make sure to explore just who is being affected in future episodes. The longer we wait and the slower we are, the worse off the damage will be. We are choosing to mortgage our planet, along with our children's future, for a slight bump in wealth today. We're not asking anyone for massive lifestyle changes, or to start pestering or belittling people who do things that may not be the best for the planet. We're only asking for people to become more knowledgeable on the subject. The reason we always sign off our episodes that the first step in realistic sustainability is in knowledge and discussion is that the first step towards realistic sustainability is in knowledge and discussion. If everyone were more informed on the subject and realized just how little is happening, we might actually start to see some real change. There's millions of people out there anxious to eagerly start implementing more and more solutions, but this is happening far too slowly. If everyone is more informed, and everyone is more accepting of larger implementations of solutions, then it might work. And that's why we tell you that the first step is in knowledge and discussion. There's lots of noise on the topic of sustainability. Some, much like those who campaigned against the negative health effects of lead or smoking, engage in debates and denial. Some pat themselves on the back when they make some changes to their lifestyle. Others offer blanket solutions that are not often based in reality. All of this noise can create the impression that change is already underway, when sadly, it isn't. We're not here to lay blame or point fingers. All of what's occurring is the process humanity typically engages in in order to create change. There's 7.5 billion people on the planet, so yeah, this change and this process is not always necessarily the most efficient nor the most effective. Going back to the sales element of this, we're trying to push the hardest sale there is. The sale of an idea. An idea that knowledge on the subject is our greatest tool at overcoming this challenge. Make no mistake, if you wait for the normal process to take place, these problems likely will take too long to get addressed. We would love to be naively optimistic that the slow process humanity uses will instantaneously speed up, but we tend to be more realistic here. If it happens, great. Carlos and I could use a vacation anyway. But we're betting those cold drinks and bad decisions will have to wait. If you're unfamiliar with sales, then here's another one of our oversimplistic fast explanations. Number one, create urgency. This prompts the customer to act now rather than to wait. So, dear listener, yes, you. The challenge of sustainability requires immediate action, like yesterday. Well, more like lots of yesterdays, but you get the idea. Numero dos, gain investment from the customer. This means you get your customer to give something up to make sure the sales process is moving along. It could be something as simple as asking for your phone number or email address, or becoming a loyal listener to a marginally decent podcast on sustainability. Tree, because who needs the letter H? is to make sure to continue moving the process along at a well-calibrated speed, preferably a bit on the faster side. Now, if you've been listening to all of the other 15 episodes prior to this, you're likely a bit more informed on the subject of sustainability, so it's an appropriate time to ask you to get more involved on the subject. Or we could be totally off on our timing. 
our sales skills are about as good as our podcasting skills. The last and probably most important part is to produce a strong emotional connection between the product or idea you're selling to your customer. And although this may sound a bit manipulative, if you're a good salesperson with a good product, it doesn't have to be. The best salespeople are those who are extremely passionate and excited about what it is they're selling. Carlos and I aren't exactly environmentalists. We're just two people who are always legitimately curious and interested about the world around us. We're just two guys trying to share the sports highlight equivalent of the scientific world and focusing on the subject of sustainability. Maybe you don't want to read entire books on subjects like climate ethics, but we did, and we shared our executive summary of it back in episode number 10. This is the idea of knowledge we try to sell you on, and as we go further into more episodes this summer, we're going to be looking at more solutions on the subject. We'll explore things different businesses have done to implement more radical change, and how you could possibly propose these things to a potential employer or the company you work for. And hey, we realize that not every listener is going to be super active in this, and there's nothing wrong with that. Just share this podcast, or others like it, with your friends and family. I assure you, some of those people are probably in a better position to create some change. It doesn't mean you have to feel guilty for listening. And that's kind of the problem, isn't it? A lot of us are busy trying to juggle a career, kids, school, squeeze some travel in. And we know we probably should do more, and then we feel guilty about it and stop listening or stop thinking about things like climate change. There's really no need to feel guilty. If you do nothing else, then get a little bit more educated on the subject and you share it with other people. We have to stop being reactive to this whole thing. And although it kind of pains me to say this, as it's a bit of a tired business cliche, but we all really individually need to be more proactive in the acceptance and spreading of the idea that we truly want to avoid being the first generation about to hand over a worse world and a worse life than we were given to the next generation. To complete our sales pitch, Next episode will be another one of our Jaded Truth episodes. As we try to connect you on a deeper emotional level with sustainability, we'll explore one group of victims already being affected by climate change. We're not really looking forward to making it any more than you probably want to listen to it. It's going to suck, but these are the harsh realities of the situation. At least we're hoping to have it up on time for next week. Carlos was saying before the show that he hadn't written it yet, so we'll bust out the old cat nine tails to make sure he does. And if you don't know what that is, Google it, you saucy minx, you. Thanks for listening. As always, please share and forward this podcast. The first step towards realistic sustainability is in knowledge and discussion, as we already repeated to nausea. And this can't happen without everyone's input. Please send any questions, comments, or terrible catchphrases to viableunderdogs at gmail.com. Our intro music is composed by Mark Kronowski and the music currently playing by Jonathan Atkinson. We intend to get a website up and running in the near future. We haven't forgotten. It's just more of another work in process. We've got jobs too, you know. No one is exactly paying us for this. <laughs>